Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody, and welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from Percy'sGrowRoom.com. I am Mackie from the UK, and joining us this week, we have Monkey Doo. Hey, guys, Monkey down here in the southeast U.S., enjoying a nice, cool weekend. Hope everyone has something nice to smoke on today. We also have Marge. That's right. Coming from central Canada, always bringing the professionalism and host of Bite Me the Show about edibles and a contributor now to Fat Nugs Magazine. Check it out. Oh, Ooh. nice. That should be in the news. Oh, we'll try and get that into the news. That'd be interesting to hear more. That's cool. And joining us for a special guest this week for the news and for the grow guides, we have Marco. What's up, Marco? What's up, family? Coming to you guys from VA. Uh, enjoying life, man, on this great Sunday. Thank you for having me. Nice. Yeah, my first time on, on the panel. It's good to have you here. Thanks for coming along, man. Yeah, man. This is, it should be good. I always enjoy uh, hanging out with you guys. Yes, it will be fun for sure. Because we have to, uh, we got some cannabis news to cover. I think we have six stories to cover today, so plenty of news to be covering. And of course, the big news that everybody should have heard by now. But if not, we have some shocking news from the cannabis community coming up very soon. Nice. So, what are we smoking on? What you got, Marge? You got something nice? Uh, yeah, I've got a little bit of Scott's Pilgrim, and I'm, so I'm puffing on that a little bit. Taking it easy because I'm going to a staff party after this tonight, so it's going to hey, be a long night. You're going out to see people? Yeah, I'm going to be able to please. That just sounds like official up. business and stuff. Staff <laughs> you know, is it like staff Christmas party, one of those? Well, my daughter owns a restaurant and it's her staff party because occasionally when I have to, I step in as a line mm -hmm. cook very okay. occasionally lately. But, you know, I'm kind of like an honorary member of the staff. Oh, my gosh. Does she have to tell you every time you go to work for it? Like, don't do it, mom. Don't do it. Actually, <laughs> no, because fun fact, she calls me by my first name. So. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and it's not weird. I don't know. It's uh, a lot of people like that's kind of weird. I'm like, it's not really, though. You yeah, got a cool some first name though. <laughs> Mars. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, man. Well, you got monkey. What are you smoking on today? I've got some uh, Amy Aces, courtesy of the American one, sent me the beans nice. for those. And so, yeah, it's kicking my butt right now. This is a pretty strong one. So uh, I'm going to take it easy for, at, at first on this one. And um, what award winning cannabis is Marco partaking in today? <laughs> ah, what you got, bro? Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nothing award-winning today, my friend. <laughs> um, I have a uh, miracle fruit. I've been um, uh, selecting through some seeds, and I'm loving this um, pheno number one. It's, I'm looking for fruit, but this one turned out gassy, and it's like, okay, I'll take it. Nice. I'm on the Aunt Ginny's Elixir. I am CBD THC one-to-one, -one. Yeah, because I'm still overcoming what appears to be everybody and get your bowls oh, and your smokes God, ready. Everybody get ready. <laughs> it appears that I've had COVID. Oh, geez. Everybody. Vape back mm. on. Here we go. Gosh. Everybody's <laughs> going to smoke. medicinal with it now. Well, that's it. Yeah, I'm going to like... my news now. <laughs> Completely lost to the sense of smell and taste over the last few days, man. It's bad. It's bad. So you really don't appreciate that shit until it's gone. And, you know, you're eating some of your favorite food and you're like, there's no flavor. <laughs> the texture's good. 
but you know, there's just right. no flavor. Damn. What's texture without taste, though? Exactly. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. might as well be eating glue or something. You know? <laughs> That's <laughs> it's not just... a sterny thing, yeah. Damn. It's, it's these kind of times where we want to eat as much kale as possible, you know? That's right. Eat the shit you don't usually eat. Right. You know, go, go and eat some oysters or something, you know? Oh, God. Oh, I like that. No. Though, man. Uh, Come on. I've never tried it, man. I just imagine it. Sorry, if Marco. you can't taste it, you don't want the texture in that one. I think I would that's, Yeah, that. that's what I mean. It'd be 100%. like snots, right? Point. Yes. Excellent. Oh, Point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dank Dixie says, snap with the Rona, Mackie. So Dank Dixie also has the Rona. Oh, oh. dear. Oh, dear. Damn. Uh, look at uh, monkey uh, monkey's strawberry cough hash from Billy. Is what you've got. So that's oh, nice. nice, nice man. Hope you're all smoking on something nice out there in the chat. Yeah. So yeah, and it's, everybody's smoking on some nice stuff by the sound of it. That's cool. That's cool. I like that. I don't know where my joint is. I think I might have left it in the other room. So now I'm gonna have to leave it all the way out there. That's not cool, is it? Oh gosh, gosh. I'll go and collect it when the theme music's on. You know. Go <laughs> <laughs> run. <laughs> I'm to roll another one, right. but yeah, man, I think that's everything for us to cover so far. And just so everybody knows, you know, Bubble Hawk is well. Don't worry about Bubble Hawk; he'll be back in a few weeks. He's just doing his thing, so no panic. But yes, he's yes. in you wrestling this weekend. I think is what I've been told. Yeah, so mm-hmm. and issuing doses of antibiotics to koalas. <laughs> 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 right. Yes, I think that's everything. Are we good to go? Are we good to uh, move on to the news? Let's do, do it. it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Do it now. So we have six news articles to cover, and we are not going to leave you in any suspense whatsoever. The biggest news which we have heard this week is, Monkey, this is your news story. You want to take it away, man? Oh, I don't really know if this is the biggest news story of, of the week or the century, but it is kind of interesting for stoners, so let's get right into it. Is Snoop Dogg quitting smoke? A look at the rapper's weed history in a surprising turn of events. The world-renowned rapper and cannabis icon Snoop Dogg shared this week his decision to quit smoking. Okay, right there. We can just stop the article. Everybody go home. We're done. (laughs) Yeah, that's about it, really. Uh, Who out there didn't know? Is anybody out there in the chat who didn't know? Because it's been all over the social networks for the last week, right? Uh, it, yeah. it kind of has. I kind of when I first saw it, I blew it off as kind of clickbait. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you know, but anyway, let's keep on going. And see, <laughs> yeah, let's go. Clickbait, let's go. You know, uh, the announcement delivered via his social uh, social accounts to more to uh, his more than three hundred, oh, not three hundred, one hundred million followers makes a significant shift for the artist whose persona has been synonymous with cannabis consumption. After much consideration and conversation with my family, I've decided to give up smoke. Calvin Bodakis, AKA Snoop Dogg stated requesting privacy during this period. So we're not really going to know why he did this for a while. So you seen the, uh, the picture he's sharing as well. It looks like a friend died or something, you know, know. (laughs) (laughs) please respect my privacy at this time. The crazy thing is, like, please respect my privacy. Well, if you didn't tell us, we wouldn't know shit. So. <laughs> yeah, it's like that South Park episode, <laughs> isn't it? Oi. We were I demand my privacy. I, I demand my, my privacy. privacy tour. <laughs> hey, what are you doing out there? We want our privacy. 
Right. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Leave me alone. <laughs> the, the announcement <laughs> delivered via his social accounts to his more than uh, wait, 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 100 billion followers marks a significant shift for the artist whose persona. I think I already read all that, didn't I? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Maybe we should get Snoop to, to read this. God. <laughs> <laughs> it's just damn Amy Aces. I tell you, it's kicking my ass right now, but it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Okay, this decision comes as a shock to many considering Snoop's very public, long-standing relationship with weed. In fact, many are still wondering if this is real or just a joke, while others question if this announcement is related to a health issue. What's more, is Snoop quitting all forms of weed, including edibles, vaping, or just smoking? That's pretty much what we had talked about before the show. You know, that's people saying, what about edibles? What about everything else? We don't really know yet. Known for his open advocacy and personal use of cannabis, Snoop Dogg has been a prominent figure in normalizing and promoting weed culture. His ventures in the cannabis industry include the creation of pot-focused media company, Mary Jane, and several lines of cannabis-related products. Additionally, he has invested in Casa Verde Capital, a venture capital firm focusing on cannabis startups. Uh, um, amongst many notable stories about Snoop Dogg's relationship with cannabis, a few stand out. In 2013, he reportedly smoked cannabis while in the White House during a visit for a tribute to uh, to her to pay uh, tribute to a jazz pianist Herbie Hancock. He's mm-hmm. also re- uh, revealed having weed connections in almost every country as shared in, uh, shared on a humorous exchange on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Now I saw that on Kimmel Live. Some of them I think Snoop were just kind of laughing about. Uh, and there were a couple. Can, y'all can guess. Can y'all guess a couple countries that he said he didn't have a weed connection in? Come on now, it's pretty easy, guys. Saudi Probably Arabia. Russia. Uh, he, he didn't have one. He didn't have one in, in Saudi Arabia. Where's another one? Yes. North Korea. North Korea was right. the other one. Yes. Yes. Do you win prizes? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you get his, uh, I guess, uh, Snoop's going to mail you something, whatever. You get to smoke He's going to send me what's left of his stash. I don't need this anymore. Mackie, check this. Yeah. Yes. Snoop Dogg's practice of microwaving his blunts before smoking to enhance the experience through decarboxylation is another aspect, a unique aspect of his approach to cannabis. Past attempts to quit in a public response. This is not the first time Snoop Dogg has publicly declared a break from smoking. Approximately 20 years ago, again on Jimmy Kimmel Live, he announced a similar decision, which he later referenced as a, uh, in a later, on, later referenced in a retrospective on the show. His 2002 announcement to quit smoking and drinking was attributed to his desire to be a more responsible father. The reaction to Snoop Dogg's recent announcement has been mixed with some fans expressing disbelief and others speculating it could be part of a marketing strategy for one or several of his many cannabis ventures. The the veracity of his decision remains a topic of discussion amongst his followers and the broader public. As is, Snoop Dogg's latest announcement signifies a potential turning point in the rapper's life and career. Known for his deep ties with the plant, both personally and professionally, this decision, if maintained, could mark a significant shift in his public image and future endeavors. So that's the statement, guys. You think it's going to actually happen? Is this for real? Hopefully it's not health related, you know. Mm. But it could just be he's just gone hard so long. He's like, hey, man, I need a break. Yeah, man, it happens. It happened to me, man. And I wasn't consuming anywhere near as much as Snoop Dogg was, I'm sure. I would hope. And it was a lot still. 
But at some point, you just like, you know, I've had enough of this. And it must have been difficult for him to come to this point because it's a huge part of his uh, his persona. You know, it's uh, yeah. it's crazy to think what he's sacrificing by not consuming cannabis and like smoking cannabis anymore. You know, he yeah, won't be seen as... Maybe he's Sorry. holding himself accountable by posting it. You know, if he says, if I post it to the public, then I'll be accountable. But if I just try on my own, hmm. I may not, you know, make it. Now, let me look back at the article and reference it. Did the article say permanently or is he taking, just says taking a break, doesn't it? No. This week is decision to quit smoking. It doesn't, didn't say permanently or for a while. So he just said quit smoking. So. Marco, you could be exactly right that he maybe just needs a, uh, some time to clear out his head. Has you think he's, he's fifty-two now? Behind this, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no. he's still reasonably young, really. I mean, he's fifty-two, and uh, I don't, like, but he's been smoking so fucking much, and he he's yeah. just getting old. Maybe it's time for him to not smoke so much, and for him to be able to get in control of his cannabis habit. Maybe it's just fucking excessive now. So he needs to get back in control of it again. Maybe just smoke on the weekends sometimes. But he has done this before, and he is still smoking now. Otherwise, wouldn't be quitting. But you know, if he wants to quit and he sees that as the best thing for him, then you know, all the best of luck to him, man. I hope he does very well. Hey, yeah. Snoop, head on over to Percy's and, and start up a thread. We'll give you all the support you want, brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, get over there, Snoop. <laughs> but interesting. Uh, he's just always been a big cannabis advocate. You know, it, it, it's. He's known for smoking. It's a big part of his character. So to see what kind of character he'd be without the smoke would be an interesting one, right? You know yeah. what I mean? That's mm-hmm. a good point. I wonder well, what he, he actually be. does smoke. You know, like, mm-hmm. is he, like, really, like, focused on, hey, man, I don't want no salt-grown bullshit? Or, mm-hmm. you know, like, because if you smoke a lot and you smoke a lot of bullshit, you know, that can lead to yeah. health problems too. But <laughs> Shuddy Fusion said there in the chat, he microwaves his blunts. No wonder he's quitting. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we used to do that in the 90s, man, because back then nobody could roll a proper blunt. It'd be a wet, sloppy mess, and they end up putting it in the microwave to tighten Oh, it. you're talking about yeah. the ones everybody used to lick and run through their mouth and then hand you <laughs> the mm. thing like, here, like this, like, oh. Oh, gosh. Put no. that in the microwave, man. What are you <laughs> yeah, man. But is this the end for Snoop Dogg and cannabis? I don't think so. I think he'd uh, still consume cannabis. It's worth so much money to him. You know, it's a huge part of his brand selling Snoop Dogg G-pens, and uh, there will be an edibles line coming out, no doubt. It's worth a fortune to him, you know. It, it's yeah. a big part well, of his. It's a big part of his brand. Still, someone who can quit smoking for whatever health reasons or whatever the reasons might be, and still be an advocate as well. Yeah. And also, yeah. Snoop, if yeah. you're really wanting to explore edibles, hit me up. I can help. You. <laughs> there you Good go. Point. Look, you can have a personal edibles consultant right That's there. That's right. Yeah. Because it didn't mm-hmm. say stop cannabis; it just said right. stop smoke. Mm-hmm. Yes. Maybe he was talking about crack. You know, <laughs> I'm just going to lay off the rock for a while. We were assuming it was cannabis, but. We hope. Well, I mean, everybody keeps talking about Snoop's blunt roller. So, I mean, if he's smoking mm-hmm. nothing but blunts, then there's a tobacco component involved here, too. So, I mean. Right. Yeah. And he's got to think about that as well. He's got a professional joint roller. He's putting people out of the job, man. He's going to have to get the guy a new title mail, you know. Damn, he moved on, man. He outgrew his position, I guess. He rolled. <laughs> he smokes. He smoked Snoop out of his job. That's you know? it, man. You rolled. You rolled your way out of a job. That's the problem. <laughs> see, 
Yeah, maybe as well with the legislation, it doesn't have the same, you know, the same taboo feeling that it used to have. I suppose I haven't experienced it yet because I'm in the UK and we're still fucked. But you know, when you don't have that taboo about it anymore, when you're in Amsterdam, you know, Barcelona and these places, you know, it's maybe it just doesn't feel the same after a while. Maybe it doesn't yeah. feel cool anymore. Hmm. Mm. Don't know. Interesting, man. But you know, yeah. good luck to him. If he wants to quit, then that's a good thing to do. But it's it's always good to come back to cannabis. I quit for a long time, and now I'm smoking like a joint a day, which is cool. She's cool. It's not excessive, you know. It's, it's as much as I like to, which is good. I actually went through periods when I was in life where I was like, uh, I'm super focused on career, you know, and just kind of that thing. And I would just say mm-hmm. I'm going to keep just enough cannabis in my system so it's always in it. So I might would smoke very light, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. days or or weeks between you know just and then you know totally different now but you know yeah. just it gets different periods of your life man you kind of approach it in different ways exactly and that's <laughs> well, i mean we do that we do that with food and diet and everything else alcohol things why can't we do that with cannabis just mm-hmm. uh, right. use it as we see fit for our life today yeah right exactly not just blaze blunts constantly you know well, that <laughs> exactly to each their own you know yeah, John Fagan in the chat said Jada told Snoop to quit, and I think that sounds about right. God damn! <laughs> God damn! Is that that Will Smith's husband, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that whole thing is so surreal. But yeah, man. Yeah, it's, we won't even go on that tangent. God damn no, that woman! That, that's God, a whole show. And I've seen yeah, I've seen some epic, epic memes. You know, it's like uh, Jada Smith, a bullet that Tupac actually dodged. <laughs> It's savagery, savagery. Yeah, Yeah, man. But goddamn, yeah, that woman's crazy. Gosh, what a toxic relationship. Goddamn. Anyway, what other news do we have? We got some news coming out of the UK. Let's hit that one. Let's let's hit this one. The piss take article from the UK. Well, I don't even need to say that. It's like any article that we pull out of the UK seems to be a huge piss take nowadays. So, uh. (laughs) Let, let's go through this one. I'll put it on the screen so you can see it. And uh, Smoke, everybody, because this is going to frustrate you and make you a little bit angry. <laughs> uh, Lincolnshire residents urged to report neighbours' cannabis fumes. Ooh. Everybody see it? Fumes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they call our quality smoke fumes. Yeah. All right. And this is from the BBC. So it's... Uh, <laughs> And it's by David McKenna, no relation to any, you know, Terence McKenna, because he's not cool. David McKenna isn't. Fuck you. Sorry. Let me uh, get on with the article. Okay, get all slanderous against people in shit. Is Lincolnshire, <laughs> um, Mackie, so give me a reference of size. How big is Lincolnshire? I don't really know, mate. It's not massive. It's Whoa. not a huge city in the UK, right. but it's a, a medium-sized one. Uh, maybe half a million people. But that would be a random guess, man. Not massive. Okay. Not massive. Any idea what part of the country it's in? It's in England, but I'm not sure whereabouts in England. <laughs> well, we all know it's, it's in the country somewhere. Yeah. No, because it could be in the UK, and that consists of four different countries: England, Wales, Scotland, and Northern right. Ireland. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, area heavy, heavy in Karens in that area. Lots oh, oh, no doubt, mate. Look at the name Lincolnshire. You know, it's, <laughs> they're all going to be so posh out there. Can't park your vehicle outside of my house. Mm-hmm. One of those, you know, they complain about the way you cut hedges in your garden and things like that. I assume, I assume if anybody's from Lincolnshire and, and I'm incorrect, please do let me know. But uh, 
let's have a quick look at that. No, I, well, I won't look. I was going to quickly Google it to see how many people live there, but I'm sure somebody, but Billy, you can do that in the chat, right? How many people live in Lincolnshire? But people being plagued, everybody plagued by <laughs> nuisance smells caused by neighbours smoking illicit substances such as cannabis are <laughs> being urged to report it. Sorry, monkey. I said 99,000 people. It's just, uh, just that west all? of Sheffield. Just, yeah, just west of Sheffield. Sheffield. How many people are Sheffield. smoking illicit, su- illicit substances that people feel they're being plagued by it? That's Not enough, right. obviously. You know? <laughs> oh, you need to chill out a little bit. <laughs> they need to but, smoke uh, so illicit substances such as cannabis as well. It's not just cannabis, but, you know, what does crack smell like? I don't know, man. What, <laughs> what about the illicit substances like tobacco? Right. Yeah. Does it have to be illicit or just what? I don't know. And is it illicit if it's medically prescribed legally through the many bribe systems that the government have in place? Hmm. Uh, mm. th- this article, this is ridiculous. This article, well, one smells more illicit than the other. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. He says here, a new scheme to deal with complaints about unpleasant and persistent odors has been launched by Lincolnshire County Council. The initiative was aimed at tackling an issue that can ruin the quality of life of those affected, officials said. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, you ruin know, the quality of life. ruin the quality of life. What uh, happened? <laughs> What happened over there? <laughs> oh, this is the UK. I know you don't hear these news articles from the UK very often, Marco. But right. this is no, what it's, it's like, like, mate. It's fucked. It's like, what happened to the to the Jones family? Oh man, they, oh mate, their quality of life was ruined. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. The fumes ruined your life. You know, little Terence, he's out there in the gutter on crack now, yeah. uh, and all he did, he had one whiff of cannabis from the neighbors. <laughs> It's fucking crazy. The scheme was the first of its kind in the country, the authority claimed. Lincolnshire County Council said environmental laws allowed local authorities to investigate nuisance odors related to industrial trade or business premises. So it, they're not just talking about cannabis here by the sound of things. This is like uh, any offensive smell whatsoever, which is crazy, mm-hmm. man. It's like what? what like people having fires, that stinks. Can they do something right. about that now? You know, people well, smoking I like cigarettes. The part I hate that. Industrial, oh, like for mm-hmm. warehouse, you know, factories. I like that part. Yeah, that yeah things shouldn't be stinking for sure. But you know, yeah. when you're living in your house, you're supposed to be able to do what you like. Uh, exactly. Anyway, he says. However, these powers did not extend to residential properties. It said so. That, that's strange. How. They want people to report their neighbors for their cannabis fumes, but it doesn't extend to residential properties. Uh, hmm. Anyway, hmm. the next title here says keep a record. Zoe Walters from the Safer Lincolnshire Partnership said persistent, unpleasant smells can have a negative impact on residents' day-to-day lives. And f- for some, a positive impact, you know, the introduction of what was called the Lincolnshire Noxious Odors procedure would encourage people to report nuisance odors from a residential property to their district council or housing association miss walters said those affected will need to keep a record of what they can smell for how long and what time of the day district council or housing associations will then use this information to determine if there are any patterns to the problem and then seek to find the cause and resolve the issue she said Mm. Uh, assistance and support would also be offered to the perpetrators. That's what you are now, everybody, a perp. 
oh before, God, yes. you know, <laughs> before more formal proceedings were taken to protect those in a vulnerable position, according to Lincolnshire County Council. Uh, I think that's about it. It's not a very long article. So, yeah, that, that's all of it. The article sounds a little clickbaity to me because, I don't know, when you're talking about like smells from factories and stuff, that's a lot different than somebody whiffing their neighbor smoking a joint. Mm-hmm. Mm. But it's from the BBC as well, so it needs a massive pinch of salt. Massive. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's just ridiculous, though. Like, mm-hmm. noxious odors procedure. Yeah, and, and, it, and I don't think they mentioned anything about cannabis in here, just uh, illicit oh. smells, the smells they don't like. It's Keep a it's, record uh, if it smells. Yeah. You know what would be, like, I live in a place where we're pretty close to rural areas, and I would love to report it when the farmers spread their, like, cow mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. Mm-hmm. Sadly, there's nothing I can do. So, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, the other thing is the first line. It sounds like the the reporter is like making that up on his own. People being plagued by nuisance smells caused by neighbors smoking listed substances are being urged to report it. Like that's yeah, the only place I... that says anything about cannabis, right? Yeah, yeah. Are yeah. They really being urged to report it, or is this just a good headline? Or is it just for like report a factory if you smell chemicals or report, you know? Yeah. And right. By the way, weed stinks too. So yeah. Who's this know, David it's... McKenna guy? It is written kind of strangely there. Yeah. He's working Not for the BBC. He's, he's trying to climb his way up the ladder. You know. Right. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> he's trying to is put she... Lincolnshire on the map. It's just the uh, the wording of some of this, you know, the nuisance smells. You know, there's things that I don't like the smell of that I have to put up with. You know, I don't enjoy the smell of cigarettes. And when my neighbors smoke, you know, especially summertime when they go outside and smoke, that smoke blows into my living room and I have to sit there smelling that mm. fucking shit. And I don't like that right. shit, but there's nothing I can do about it. You know, well, that's truly this... noxious. That's horrible. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. just, it's fucking horror. And it does ruin my quality of life. keep a record that's right <laughs> you know i couldn't recognize the smell of this one could possibly be meth you know just <laughs> keep a list it's just ridiculous how they're trying to turn people against each other because you know, as far as they know the people who are they if they smell cannabis smoke regularly it could easily be somebody who is a legal medical cannabis patient who is prescribed it by a doctor legally, but they're still going to have trouble with the old bill because somebody can't mind their own fucking business. You know, mm. just remember everybody stitches get snitches. Just no, what, what are they saying? Stitches <laughs> get snitches. How's that? Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's what, that's what I meant. And I'm sticking to it. <laughs> they can't, they can't accuse us of inciting violence. If you say it wrong, surely. That's it. Exactly. There you go. Shit, man. Right. Uh, let's do another news article then. Marco, you want to cover one of yours considering you're here? <laughs> well, you know, mine isn't as fun as yours was. Now that we like to take them on a roller coaster ride to happy, sad, happy, sad, you know. Exactly. So, yeah, the, um, <laughs> the one I found was I just thought it was interesting, you know, being a, the as biased as I am towards living soil. You know, that's what I promote. That's what I do. Um I see High Times had an article, uh, and it's uh, you got it pulled up or whatever. You good to go? Yeah, yeah, I've got it, man. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, all right. Living soil, THCA flower, new way to get high. 
the hemp doctor. A, a new way? <laughs> yeah, a new way to get high. Damn, I'm going to try that. Oh, yeah, man. I've wow. never thought about smoking the flowers before. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So this is, um, you know, because I'm always talking about the old, you know, shit and the, how that's the best way. And now we can still do that. But here they um seem to think of that as being new. So the article, I guess we won't read it all, but I'll read parts of it cool. um, just to kind of let it get going. Uh, in the vast, ever-expanding universe of cannabis, uh, innovation is the beating heart that keeps our community vibrant and, th- and thriving. It's where ancient, earth-friendly practices merge with cutting-edge techniques to create something truly exceptional. Today, we're divided into the world of living soil, T-A-C-A, flower cultivation, a phenomenon that embraces the essence of organic farming while heralding a new wave of cannabis consumption. Okay, a new wave wave of cannabis consumption. Okay. Hmm. Buckle up as we explore the incredible fusion of living soil and T-A-C-A, a promising, natural, healthier, and uniquely euphoric high that every cannabis enthusiast should experience. Okay, so they're talking more about THCA, which is the part um, like that you eat. Uh, it kind yeah, of goes... the uh, non-decarbed version. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, okay, so unveiling the marvel of living soil. Living they're, soil. They're making a movie about living soil now. God damn! Yeah, it's like unveiling it, like. Oh, <laughs> Because really, before I even read this, you know, living soul, we're just trying to be like nature, pretty much, you know, mm-hmm. keeping it simple, nothing really elaborate to it, except for just kind of getting it set up. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, they say living soil isn't just dirt. It is a living, breathing ecosystem where microbes reign supreme. This rich, dynamic environment continually rejuvenates itself, providing an abundant nutrient source for plants. Picture this, a community of microorganisms, including bacteria, fungi, protozoa, nematodes, arthropods, and even earthworms, all working in perfect harmony to break down organic matter and deliver vital nutrients straight to the roots of our beloved cannabis plants. Damn, I'm so, that sounds like me. It sounds like a Disney movie now, not a Marvel movie. Marvel is Disney now, right? That's everything living in in harmony in there. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, that's cool. The thing you don't realize, it is a little bit of a marvel in there, too, because all that life, there's a lot of killing and death. So it's kind of balanced, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so this is High Times again. So this is cool. I like this, man. This is a great little article. They, they're they on it for right now. So are uh, they, uh, you... sorry, Marco. Go ahead. Are they trying to say that um, the living soil produces a higher THC cannabis? Is this what they're saying? Yeah, it sounds like they're saying, as I always, you know, know and feel that if you get a higher THC content, better quality, and it seems like in particular they're breaking down this THCA, um, which is pretty cool. Mm. So, living soil and the green goddess. Hmm. What's the green goddess? Okay, let's read this one. If nurturing the soil of of nurture... If nurturing the soil to nurture plants is the creed of organic farmers, then it's the anthem of cannabis cultivators, too. 
Living soil is a game changer for cannabis cultivation as it turbocharges nutrient uptake and elevates terpene profiles. Yep. Uh, these terpenes, the flavor and aroma architects of cannabis, tend to flourish in living soil, delivering a, sec a sensory experience like no other. That is 100%. That's like mm -hmm. shit that I'm, that I'm always saying, man. So um, this one, they're hitting it right on, on the nose right now. So I'm curious to know what's up with this TACA thing. So let me read a little bit more. Uh, cultivating THCA flower in living soil. Uh, now let's dive in the, into the juicy details of growing THCA flower in living soil. A natural love affair that works in tandem with nature to create a paradise for the cannabis plants. Okay, love affair. All right, all kind of little, <laughs> all kinds of little things in this movie here. Uh, <laughs> That's the, the sex scene, isn't it? He's got to have a sex scene, right? Gosh. You got to bust it. <laughs> Exactly. Gotta get that R rating or the X rating. That's it. Mm -hmm. Let's see how deep they go. Um, and like we all know, the natural synergy, living soil provides the perfect playground for cannabis plants. The microbial orchestra that breaks down organic matter, serving up essential nutrients on a silver platter. No need for synthetic fertilizers here. It's all about going on natural. And it is, you know, but you got to have um, the right ingredients in that soil, too. You know, it's not just a matter of tossing a bunch of shit in there like a salad, um, kind of building that soil properly and then adding the microbiology. And you do have that. And I always say that, man, like Terps being such a small piece of the, you know, scent and a tiny, you know, fraction of what makes up cannabis. I feel like the other end of the plant on the root side is kind of where that comes from. You know, mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a balance on each end of the plant. So that's pretty cool. All right. So let's let's get on into it. There's a lot here. So I'm going to try to break it down a little bit more. Um, do you all know anything in particular about, you know, THCA flower? But it's just uh, that's what flower is. Sorry, Marge, you got this. I was going to say that's a, that's just all flower. That's just raw cannabis. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought. I, yeah. So they're not trying to differentiate TACA to, to like you know THC. No, I think they're using it as a buzzword. Really, it sounds oh, like yeah. in the article. Yeah, All like right. anything that grows THCA. That's what I thought. Okay, so they're just okay. They're just using it as a buzzword. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it seems a little bit Chat GPT ish to be honest. This article, there's some uh, there's some Good trigger point. words. Excellent. Was... Good point there. Could be. Because... I noticed it was written by sponsored. So, <laughs> ah, that's a good one. Look at that right. sponsored. Yeah, this is quite possibly because there's some things you said. Yeah, um, I'm trying to find the specific bit. I mean, the the end of the article talks about the unique high of uh, living soil THCA flower, and I think that's about what we're really after mostly with this whole thing. Yeah, this bit here. If nurturing the soil to nurture plants is the creed of organic farmers, who fucking speaks like that? Nobody yeah. speaks like that. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's and like then this bit all here. The shit we say, but extra words in there. Yeah, yeah. You used to try and fluff it out. You know, now let's dive deep into the duty details of growing THCA flower in living soil. That's chat GPT talking, I'm telling you. I think you you're right, that, man. Sneaky bastards. On, high times. You can do better <laughs> than this. Well, they got rid of all their good writers, you know. They're all, they're all on their own right now. So somebody's got to write it. I guess the computer writes itself now. Damn. 
Yeah. There's you know, websites out some... there. Sorry, Marco. No, I was just going to say, I did like ask, I asked Chat GPT to tell me stuff about living soil and, and it can do it. But like mm. you said, it's very, it's got a kind of weird way to do it. Yeah, Chat GPT is awesome, man. I, I like it. But you can't, it's a tool you can use. You can't have it do your work for you. That's not how right. it works. You know, you got to know what you're talking about to, mm-hmm, do, to mm-hmm. use it properly. Right. Yeah, man. And it's just the the uh, birth of it, really. We're still in the early days, the infancy. Give this shit five years and you wouldn't be able to tell if the article was written by... Well, you might be able to tell because it would be a better article. <laughs> yeah. well, ChatGPT is taking over, man. Let's take a look at the second to last paragraph here. Where to buy living soil THCA flower. This is if you're about to Google mm. living soil THC flower near me, look no further. Consider mm. trusted sources like the hemp doctor. Mm. So now, uh, there's, I think there's mm. your sponsor, probably. Thanks. Links sounds and... a little SEO optimized. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got it right oh, towards the go. end as well. Like, oh, I yeah. didn't add links. <laughs> you have to check out their Granddaddy Purple Living Soil TAC Flower today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do you think in the chat, everybody? Is this a chat GPT article or was this written by a person who is close to being a cyborg? Mm, see, yeah, no. I see it right there, sponsored. <laughs> I, see, I gotta do my homework. I didn't do my homework that well. I gotta, I gotta get a better article next time. No, I've been <laughs> nah, nah, This it is happens. fine, man. <laughs> yeah, this is what we do. You know, even if it is ChatGPT, it's still good news. <laughs> it's good news because we sit down there, we'll expose high times, saying, "Look what they did." I yes, know, but at least they're saying the right thing. It's just the way, like all yeah. these people out here that have the real experience that could do you an article or write something for high times. Come on, girl. oh yeah, man. I mean, I that's what they the say. Like, yeah. work, you know? Enhanced terpenes, purer experience, more potency, a more mindful high, and an individual journey. Yeah, it sounds like everything that everybody who grows living soil. Uh, right. Definitely, Saint. That's what everybody says about it. So yeah, here you go. I ain't listening to no advice from some machine. You know. <laughs> exactly. I well, love I, the headline I, though, because it's like new way to get high, or is it like the oldest way to get high? <laughs> pretty much, I think it's the oldest way. Yeah, because right. before we even had chemical fertilizers, this stuff was around. Mm. Yeah. Good point there, Marge. You know, <laughs> reverting back to the way it's supposed to be. Exactly. That's what it is. Well, no, my I mean, divine pine was over four percent terps, so good stuff. Pine, you know, that's all living soil. So yeah, man. Know, what are you going? It do? is definitely uh, the direction many people are heading in. Now, you see, it's becoming more and more popular all the time, and it's more sustainable as well. So that's a good thing too. Yeah, and I'm finding more and more of it available every time we head up to the Pacific Northwest, where it's legal, and the dispensaries up there, and I'm finding more and more dispensaries carrying. A living soil grown, you know, nice. uh, not hydro, uh, but you pay more for it. But I'm finding it more available out there if you ask for it. So that's good, man. I like that trend <laughs> because people know, you know, people are understanding the masses. They still like don't give a fuck in a way, you know, they don't just give them something. <laughs> but You know, we got to educate people. <laughs> the masses got to do better. I just fucking reading this article further, you know, the last paragraph here. It, this is to finalize this article, everybody. He says, okay. uh, it's not just about getting high. 
It's about elevating your experience to new natural heights. <laughs> so, dear cannabis connoisseur, gear up for an unforgettable journey, a journey where living soil and THCA unite to redefine the way you perceive and enjoy cannabis. Let's get high the natural way. I'm in. Fuck it. That's a chat GPT. Wow. Oh my is, gosh. Man. It is. It Jesus. Is. <laughs> Uh, I'm on that journey right now. Shit. Okay. <laughs> the natural way, aren't you? Yeah, man. You know, high times. If you need any writers, let us know, man. For God's sake. Right. At least we can read your chat GPT and smooth it out a little bit for you. <laughs> exactly. So. That's right. That's right. But yeah, living soil THC flower. Try it out. Smoke some flower. See what you think, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Buy uh, it here. That's right. Buy it now, now, now. Head over to this High Times article and get some of the hemp doctor's stuff. Jesus. Yeah. Who's the hemp doctor? I don't even oh. know, man. Oh. Click the medical. Don't click it. That's what they want you to do. <laughs> He's just selling all kinds of shit over there when you click it. You don't do That's it. it, man. You'll never leave. It's <laughs> bad over there. But we've got some good news coming out of South Africa, Marge. That's your story this week, right? It is. And I would love to cover this one. It's interesting. Uh, so South Africa passes bill to legalize cannabis possession in home grows. The South African National Assembly has passed the Cannabis for Private Purposes bill five years after it was first introduced. The bill, which can be only be made into law once signed by the president, will permit adults to use and cultivate cannabis at their home but will not legalize buying or selling. Sales of cannabis will be strictly illegal with the Democrat Alliance Member of Parliament, uh, John Ho Engelbrecht, making nice. this comment. <laughs> thank you, thank you. In the National <laughs> Assembly, people should bear in mind what this bill is about. It is about cannabis for private use by adults. You are not allowed to buy or sell cannabis because this still remains a criminal activity with severe consequences. If you want to smoke it, you have to grow it. Don't buy it. That's and curious it, right there, though, Marge. Uh, can it? you gift it? Can you gift it, though? It doesn't say anything day. about that, and I don't see why you couldn't. But yeah. the article continues. In, a 2018, in 2018, a case was brought, uh, brought to the South African Constitutional Court by Rastafarian Gareth Prince and former Daga Party leader Jeremy Acton, arguing the law for forbidding use of cannabis were unconstitutional. The court upheld the argument and the historical judgment effectively decriminalized the use of cannabis, or Daga, as it's commonly known in South Africa, within the home. The cannabis bill on Tuesday was started shortly after the court ruling in 2018, but it has been delayed by bureaucracy, surprise, surprise, as well as concerns the bill did not make enough considerations about the potential impact on children. It's always about the children. Oh, the full... remember the children. Somebody <laughs> please help the children. <laughs> the full amended bill proposes to respect the right to privacy of an adult person to possess cannabis plant cultivation material, to cultivate a prescribed quantity of cannabis plants, to possess a prescribed quantity of cannabis, and to smoke and consume cannabis. Uh, regulate the possession of cannabis plant cultivation material, the cultivation of cannabis plants, the possession of cannabis, and the smoking and consumption of cannabis by an adult person protect adults and children against the harms of cannabis, provide for the expungement of criminal records of persons convicted of possession or use of cannabis, and delete and amend provisions of certain laws. 
And so that's it. They're basically saying, yes, you can grow your own. You can smoke your own. You can do it at home. I'm assuming you can gift it to somebody as long as you're not, no money is changing hands, but it still remains illegal. So there's not going to be any kind of legal framework for cannabis sales. Yeah. The question I had on on the the gifting thing was, does, does it turn into a barter thing where, oh, you gave me the cannabis. So here, I'm going to give you something else in return. Well, I would say more power to you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I have nothing, no problem at all with that. But there are some states, I know, in, in the United States that are really against that part of it. You know, the whole really? system. Yeah. I mean, I feel, I feel like if two people are bartering amongst each other, like you're not usually talking massive quantities of weed. No, we're talking an ounce yeah. or two usually. Right. Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't see how that, that would contravene this particular legislation that they're bringing in. Not at all. Yeah, but it's know. kind of interesting. It's not like total legalization, but you are now free to smoke weed at your house and grow it. And mm-hmm. grow it, which is key. Yeah. Exactly. I, I would yeah, like that. that. I would take that. Oh, for yeah. sure. And, yeah, this, and that's it. One, it sorry, Marco. No, I was just going to say there's one side that says, you know, well, fuck that. Don't take none of that. Like, because we should have it all. There shouldn't be a little bits and pieces and crumbs, you know, but it's tough to be that hardcore when they're offering you that, you know. A little piece, right? Yeah. Get what I'm saying. Yeah, there's so many problems with legal cannabis in so many places sometimes that just being allowed to, like, being told by the government that yes, you are allowed to grow your own cannabis at your house to me almost right. sometimes seems better because even if you can't grow it yourself, you likely know somebody who can, and you could probably make a little arrangements or something. You know, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm just gonna walk down the road. You walk behind me, and I'll accidentally drop this little bag of weed here, and then you pick it up, you know. And th- then you run ahead of me, and you accidentally drop <laughs> the donation, right. and I find it. It's like, oops. <laughs> now, of course, this article doesn't say how much you can grow. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, it didn't say anywhere how much you can grow, but it's, that's a good thing. I would say that means uh, unlimited. Right. Right. We won't ask. Don't ask, yeah. don't ask, don't tell. Exactly. Right. You're going to have people in South Africa looting their gardens now while growing indoors, you know? Right. Just smashing out the whole house, man. Yeah, the house is behind that wall of cannabis over there. Yeah. But you can grow good cannabis outdoors in South Africa, right? You get good, uh, good temperatures down there. Lots of sun and a lot of good climate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got some buddies down there that grow. They let stuff looks like they do well. Nice. Yeah, man. It's a good move. Uh, I thought that in South Africa it was already legalized to some extent, or at least decriminalized. Doesn't no? sound like it. Sounds yeah. like there's severe penalties for... And I think it's one of those places where it just grows everywhere, in the bush as well. You know, it just grows out all right. over the place. and It's a... Uh, there's still accessible. places over there with dirt floors and shit, dude. So it's like if mm. you're poor like that, fuck the you know, fuck really fuck the rules then. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. What they're gonna do to you, yeah. Like you don't have anything yeah. to take anyway, right? Right. That's right, man. Step in the right direction all the same. So yeah. But that's it. Just a small step, but it's getting there. Well, we have take, a sorry, Marco. Could, 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 could it ever be? You think like we don't even have to talk about it. Like no country ever even talks about it because it's all just normal. Are they always going to keep their thumb on it? Huh? What y'all think? Uh, I think uh, they're always going to have some kind of control over it, like they do with alcohol and you know tobacco. They're going to have some I kind of control you, yeah. over it. I would like to see it come to the stage where it's like coffee. 
Because there's there's still some restrictions on coffee and other cannabis, uh, caffeine related products. You know, like Red Bull and Monster Energy have to be over 16 in the UK to get these products. You know, it should be similar to the caffeine is far worse than cannabis is. You know, you take enough of the, the, you drink enough cups of coffee and it's going to kill you, you know? Yeah, caffeine's interesting too. I've read that it's the most widely abused uh, drug, for lack of a better word, in the entire world. And the only one we get children. Well, well, the sugar, sugar is definitely the most, mm. but sugar is not seen right. as a drug, but it is a fucking drug. Because right. it's know? addictive as any drug. Mm-hmm. And it changes your mood, you know, when you have too much sugar or not enough. Sugar is definitely a drug, but because there's so many uh, companies out there that profit from sugar, they just don't want you to see it as a drug now, do they? But it is a fucking drug, man. Mm-hmm. So, and probably more harmful than cannabis is as well. <laughs> but, you know, you <laughs> can't have cannabis. No, yeah. all right. Some bullshit, man. Crazy. But uh, monkey, you want to hit your because you got another one here, and then I have one. So we still got another couple of articles to cover. Yeah, no, this one's it's a long article, so we're going to go through parts of it now. And it's some kind of something that I've been looking at, and uh, I've got a little grief on this one. I brought up a while back there was a, there was a study that came out. That showed that if you looked at all Republicans and all Democrats, the one thing that they could all agree on is that we we should look at rescheduling cannabis. Okay, but that's so, good, man. That's like the only uniting thing in the states right now. It was really the only thing. You know, nobody want you couldn't get both both the Republicans and Democrats to agree on legalization, but they both agreed to take a look at rescheduling this. So that was the only way that we could see forward. When I brought mm. that article, I was like, okay, this might actually work. This, this is the way to go. I got a lot of got a, hate, a lot of hate mail for that one coming back through my Instagram on that one. Because unfortunately, the community looked at it and said, no, we want all or nothing. But, you know, mm. we're right now what we're looking at in the States is possibly rescheduling. So let's take a look at that. Um, rescheduling could foster cannabis acceptance from health care industry. And that's one thing that I thought about when, when they talked about moving it from, from a, a one to a three, it now becomes a medicine that doctors, all doctors have access to and all doctors can, can, that can legally prescribe anything can prescribe cannabis at this point. And it would also require the AMA, uh, if it's moved into a legal category, it would require the AMA to, to educate these doctors on how to use it properly. So it was interesting there. So moving cannabis from Schedule 1 to Schedule 3 under the Controlled Substances Act could influence whether and how doctors recommend medical cannabis. It could also have important ramifications for persuading insurance companies to pay for medical cannabis treatments for medical patients. Currently, doctors do not prescribe state-regulated medical cannabis because they risk losing their licenses for prescribing something that is not approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. That would not change... Uh, if the U.S. Drug Enforcement Agency reschedules, well, that would not change if the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration reschedules cannabis. Doctors would still be barred from prescribing state-regulated cannabis products. Doctors, however, wow. however, continued the recommended state-regulated non-FDA-approved marijuana products. To, they can recommend it, but they can't prescribe it. So what, this, what they're basically saying here is that if it, if it happened tomorrow and the federal government would legalize or move it to a schedule three from a schedule one that doctors still wouldn't have access to it because there is no federally approved cannabis drug on the market anywhere. Flour is not approved. 
and a lot of other things wow. like that. So basically, is that because it's it's scheduled uh, schedule one, so there's no research been done? Is, exactly, that, that's exactly right. the loop we mm. fall into. We don't. I mean, they keep saying things like repeatability, formulation, stability. These are all things that they're looking for in a quote unquote drug. And everybody here that, that has ever grown any cannabis knows that I can grow the same cultivar, I can take clones, and I can grow it two different times, and it's going to be slightly different. And so I, yeah. I've always worried about the repeatability uh, thing about the, the FDA. The, F, the uh, FDA wants uh, complete repeatability on every dose, and that's actually not something you get with plant-based medicines so much. So anyway. Prescribing changes. If the if the DEA moves to schedule cannabis to schedule three, doctors would be allowed to prescribe FDA approved cannabis medicine. That's because physicians currently are permitted to prescribe schedule three products only if they have an FDA approval, such as Tylenol with codeine does. Assuming uh, assuming that they are are new FDA approved cannabis drugs. A licensed physician with proper DEA registration to prescribe controlled substances would be able to prescribe that, dr that drug, said attorney Eric Berlin, who heads the U.S. and global cannabis practices and international law firm Dentons. In a state legal system, a physician is only recommending. This is from Lee Shera, a co-director from the University of Maryland's Graduate Studies in Medical Cannabis Program. Physicians prescribe and schedule three substances, so rescheduling would be a huge change. So what, Mackie? Excuse me? It's just the, where they're saying uh, in the state legal cannabis system, a physician is recommending. Yes. So I, mean, I assume because it's federally illegal, they're not going to be able to get cannabis from the insurance companies. That, well, that's exactly correct. And I know that the state I, I live in has a program. Now, I can get what, what it's called, and I don't understand this because, you know, the article saying it's not a prescription, it's a recommendation. But I have friends who have prescriptions and they go to the, the, the dispensary with, and pick up their prescription. It comes with a bottle with a prescription label on it and everything. So mm. to say it's not a prescription is kind of confusing to me. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was a pill, Marin Marinol or something. Yeah, Marinol. A, yeah, yeah, that's a yeah. drug. I thought. But... Yeah, now Marinol. I did look that one up, and they they claim that the reason uh, that one was approved back in the day was because that was synth synthetically produced mm -hmm. pure THCA analog. So it was uh... it was not one of those. You know, it's not a naturally uh, thing, and it's because it's it's uh, essentially made in a laboratory, it can be reproduced all the time. Another one that can be prescribed right now that is legal is Epidiolex. Mm. And that's mm. that's for uh, usually for epileptic patients and, and people such as that, that that usually use that. But those are the only two that are on the market. Epidiolex is actually the only one that's actually derived from the living cannabis plant at this point. So the other ones are just synthetics. Yeah, uh, we don't because... want the synthetic derived shit because then you got basically spice, right? I mean, some bullshit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, well, yeah, exactly. I mean, we the synthetic stuff's been on the market. I mean, what was it called? The spice, like you said, the spice. But we got so many different versions of spice, and they all have some kind of a negative effect to them. You know, my favorite uh, version of spice is the spice melange. It's South Park reference, everybody. If you don't know what the fuck we're talking about there. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, let's go back to this article a little bit. This is encouraging marijuana knowledge. Okay. While rescheduling would not permit doctors to prescribe cannabis sold at state licensed dispensaries, 
Sarah is hopeful that rescheduling could warm skeptical physicians' attitudes toward cannabis. Acknowledging cannabis as a medicine is a big step toward reducing the stigma associated with cannabis. Whether that means that physicians and other prescribers will be more comfortable recommending non-FDA approved cannabis products, we don't know. But I do know if that happens, it will mean that prescribers will be more comfortable taking talking to patients about cannabis and the potential benefits and potential risks of using it. See, that's something right now that we really need with doctors is patients need to be comfortable enough to talk to doctors about this stuff. I've mm -hmm. taken and started mm -hmm. talking to my doctors about it, the heck with it. You know, it's one of these things, it's my life, it's what I'm doing, they need to know about it. But because it's illegal and because we all know that you could be thrown in jail, how many people are not telling their doctors that they're using this stuff? And it could be, could have serious effects. It's what did your doctors say, Monkey? Because I'm one of those ones that still kind of hadn't well, crossed that path yet with the doc. I got advice from Dr. Peter Grinspoon. He basically, you know, he, because of the law, HIPAA law, uh, laws out there, the doctor can't can't discuss my medical with anybody. And, you know, one of those things. So he basically says I needed to talk to my doctor. So I did divulge to the doctor that I'm using cannabis for pain. Uh, let's just say face went blank. They left the room, came back. Uh, and I haven't been called by him for him for a checkup or anything else since. Uh, I can still go back and, be, and do things, but they no longer want to really deal with me too much because they don't know anything about cannabis. And they also know that the AMA uh, doesn't want them to do anything with cannabis right now. So they're afraid of the AMA and backlash on the practice. So they basically gave me a, a, the the phone number of a doctor who does cannabis. That's what they did. But I still okay. have a doctor. I still have a doctor, but I still tell them every time I go in there that I'm taking cannabis. Is this going to interfere with the medicine that you're telling me about? Right. Mm -hmm. One of those deals. This is cannabis. You want to hit some of this shit with me, doc? <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly. And I'm not, I, I don't have, I'm not taking any medicine, which is, you know, cool. So Really? Well, I don't either. And that's just it. You know, when I have to take medicine, it's usually something just for a short term. It's like a little right, bit of right, something right. here to get over this or that and the other. But it's just a standard practice. I, I always tell the doctor of everything I'm taking. So yeah. I've taken it on because of Dr. Grinspoon's uh, advice. I've taken it on and just basically said, no, it's fine. I'll tell you anything you want to know. And so far, I haven't had any legal troubles with it other than the doctors basically saying, well, we don't know anything about that. Right, right, right. My dad, uh, well, the VA is, you know, uh, his doctor. Now that it's a, it's legal in Virginia, they don't care. So he, they're open with it now, and mm -hmm. they don't test anymore. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, my doctor, I got a vibe that you know she's cool because we kind of talked about it before. Um, so I probably will maybe mention it to her this year and go from there a little bit. It's always best yeah. to. We recommend everybody does it. Yeah. You know, you got to take it into your own consideration what your doctor's going to be like and how they're going to react. But there's some medicines that uh, they do work differently if you got cannabis in your system. So your doctor needs to know that. You know, Marge said before, uh, and she's read it somewhere, I'm sure I have as well. Any medicine where you can't have grapefruit, you shouldn't be mm -hmm. consuming CBD cannabis with because mm. uh, so you know it's just best to make sure when it comes to medical stuff you know it's like they say you can have a thousand problems until you have one health problem and then you only have one problem you know so take right. care of your fucking health man just be careful with it make sure your doctor knows what's going on and don't feel like you need to miss anything out and there's, there's so many people who are put at risk because of these ridiculous laws that we have in place that makes people think they can't speak to their doctor about this stuff it's shocking well. man
Yeah, and you got to also just take it case by case, too, because, like, hey, when your health is good, there's nothing to really talk about, you know, either way. So it's when it's when shit goes wrong. Like you said, if they start mm -hmm. prescribing you stuff, then you mm -hmm. got to not, you know, kind of definitely let that be known. Yep. Yeah. Well, you see, that that was how this whole thing with me, I kind of took it as a blessing when the doctor started leaving me alone, because I don't know. It seems like these days the doctors like to keep you on at least one prescription because that's a guarantee they're going to have a return visit from you constantly. They like so they to keep that cash flow, but they have stopped uh, stopped uh, recommending things for me to take because, well, I guess the cannabis is you know they don't know anything about that, so they leave me alone now. I like it. I like that part, and that's it. cool because that means you're you're healthy too. It's not like they're leaving you alone and letting you just <laughs> rot away and die, you know. No, I mean, there's you're healthy, you know, any other time that I've gone in and had a, had to be routinely checked for things like blood pressure and routine kind of stuff like that. It's always come out normal. So I have no reason to even be worried about mm -hmm. it. Why would I have to go back to this specific doctor who's not comfortable with cannabis? Well, because you're consuming cannabis, it's best to go back and just check <laughs> that you don't have psychosis because that well, happens say, hey, apparently. Yeah. yeah all, <laughs> all that psychosis we're all riddled with as cannabis users. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll go back and ask about the psychosis. They'll probably think I have psychosis, right? You know, so when does this psychosis kick in, Doc? You know, I've been waiting for 50 <laughs> fucking years. <you> know? <laughs> well, so basically this article is going on and on about if we move cannabis to a schedule three from a, to a schedule uh, from a schedule one, that what it's going to do is it, the government's going to have to fess up about the quote unquote stigma that cannabis is, you know, about this whole thing about one injection of cannabis will make you crazy kind of crap mm -hmm. that they pull all the time mm. like that. But yeah, they'll have to fess up that it's actually a good medicine and a real medicine. If, if it, if it's rescheduled to a three, I'm wondering how the government's going to eat crow. They don't do that very well. Uh, uh, yeah, they don't do that. Very well. <laughs> we are sorry for the stigma we have caused over the last 50 years. Exactly. And we apologize to all of those innocent people, which we locked up for nonviolent crimes because they yeah. were in possession of this heavenly herb. Mm -hmm. And all of the psychosis we warned you about, it really doesn't happen. We just, you know, mm -hmm. kind of using that to manipulate your ideas. They'll say it, but it's got to be like in 200 years time when it doesn't even fucking matter anymore. You know? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And the other good thing that's going to happen if if it does get rescheduled, and again, this is probably in, in the states from a federal level, uh, our best chance of having anything move on cannabis is to have it rescheduled on the federal level like that. But if it does, it automatically become, and the other part of it, again, like the article says, if you have a, a FDA approved medicine made from cannabis that can be prescribed, it just means that the insurance companies now have to buy your weed. So I would love that part of it, you know? Or subsidize you for growing your own. Yeah. yeah. There's a great, there's a great little thing at the very end of it. The, the, uh, the lady talked about, she had a case with a medical savings account and a specific uh, individual was at $550,000 a year. And this was because this person was on heavy opioids and other drugs. Okay. The MSA, uh, they transitioned a person to medical cannabis and the MSA dropped to a hundred thousand dollars and they, they uh, added another $50,000 a year in it to help them buy the cannabis. So they basically went from costing this insurance company $550,000 a year, switched this patient off of these heavy drugs, put them on cannabis, and they're now paying $150,000 a year. So they're saving $400,000 a year right. by letting this person use a medicine that actually works. Mm. And that Nothing goes to the shareholders. That. 
<laughs> well, <laughs> unfortunately, a lot of that does happen. You know, yeah, they're not selling four hundred thousand dollars worth of, worth of drugs, though, right? Yeah, well, they'll <laughs> just increase the price of the cannabis, so they're making as much money. Ooh. They got a lot of power over there. Yeah, well, you see that we already know what happens there when you artificially inflate the price of cannabis. Then you get in a situation like we're at right now, where there's mm. so much, so much surplus in the market up there in in uh, legal areas like Canada and everything else, where you know they can't sell it because everybody thought it was going to be a gold mine, and uh -huh. it's just cannabis. It's just cannabis. And guess what? It don't last forever. Right. I was oh. just thinking it's perishable. They don't right. always treat it like a perishable item. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No. Nobody likes to go to the dispensary and buy old weed. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Peril stuff. But anyway, that's what you're going to be basically looking at if we go if we move cannabis from schedule one to schedule three. Things will get better, but they won't be what we're looking for just yet. Mm -hmm. What are those other drugs similar to on schedule three over there? Uh well, anything like Tylenol with codeine is, is a schedule oh, three. Yeah. Uh any of anything that you basically I'm trying to think of it's ketamine. ketamine is uh schedule three, right? Because I think that shocked me. I do remember that. Mm. Yes, ketamine was schedule three. Oh mm -hmm. wow. Yeah, you know what I mean, Marco. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> Everything good, you know, good stuff. It fucks you up, yeah. schedule three. Yeah. That's right. I've, I've smoked a lot of weed, man, and it's never put me in a ket hole, you know. Dang. <laughs> Dang. Shit. But we have one more which we could get to before we wrap this up here because uh, we have an interview this week with the lady who is in this article. Uh, I'll read through some of the article and then discuss the interview. But we have uh, Chancellor Chancellor urged to bring forward a special fund for medical cannabis. And this is from the UK, as you may know. Uh, Conservative Natalie Alfiki, I think is the way you pronounce his name raised the issue as she told the commons of a teenage constituent currently in hospital. Uh, a special fund to guarantee children can access medical cannabis for their conditions should be included in the autumn statement MPs have heard. Because here in the UK, if anybody's not aware, we do have a medical cannabis program here in the UK, but it's, uh, it's privatized and people have to go and buy the cannabis medicine and it costs an extortion amount of money, a couple of thousand pounds per month for some families. There's only three people in the UK, as far as I know, it might have changed since then, but there's only three people in the UK who get cannabis medicine on the NHS, which means it's free. It's, it's on the social health care rather than a uh, privatized care. But the majority of people who need it are on privatized care and have to pay a shitload of money for it. And it's expensive and they can't afford it. You know, so uh, this MP is saying that she would like to see a fund set up to help these people pay for their medicines. Well, why uh, are those three people crack the code? We nobody knows, mate. We've spoke to all of them. We spoke to a, a couple of the people who do get it for medical use on the NHS as well, and and it's just wow. the government just has no fucking idea what they're doing over here. You know, it's, they accidentally let three slip through, and then they. It's just enough noise made in the media, probably. You know, let's keep these yeah. people quiet and give them what they want. Probably not far from it, Marco. Yeah, they let a couple mm -hmm. slip by and got, they got yelled at and don't do any more now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it says uh, conservative Natalie Alfiki pressed for the change as she raised the case of teenager Tegan Appleby from Kent, who is currently in hospital to manage her severe epilepsy. Miss Alfiki, I hope I'm saying this name right now. I'm saying it so many times. Uh, MP for Dover which is way south in the, U in the UK, 
said Tegan's mother, Emma, was heartbroken as she messaged to say her daughter now has to be kept in a medical state to manage 19 days of consecutive seizures. This is some bullshit, man. Uh, The Commons was told, this is like the House of Commons, where it's uh, just part of the UK government system. Uh, The Commons was told to, told that, sorry, the Commons was told the Department of Health has failed to arrange a meeting with Miss Alfiki to discuss support for Tegan to access medical cannabis, despite the government agreeing to talk in June. The government lied. Oh, no, of course, they, they misled because they don't like do They misled. Yeah. Uh, let's stick with the government misled these people. The Appleby family were in the news in 2019 after the medical cannabis they bought back from the Netherlands was confiscated, but later returned. Medical cannabis was legalized in the UK in 2018, but NHS prescriptions are rare and some families have turned to costly private prescriptions. In 2020, it was reported the medication that helps Tegan cost £2,500 a month. Uh, Yeah, stupidness, man. Uh, Chancellor Jeremy Hunt, they misspelled his name there. I'm sure that Hunt is supposed to have the C at the start with no H, just saying. Uh, will deliver the autumn statement on November 22nd in which he will update MPs about the state of the economy. (laughs) Bro, yeah, let's not say anything about the state of the economy and can also make tax and spending announcements. So yeah, we have these... pound a month. For for what? Sorry? (laughs) 2,500 bucks a month. Yeah, that's a a shitload of money a month. You know? (laughs) It's 30k a year, man. That's a lot. It's it's a stupid amount of money. And the thing is, there's a cost of living crisis here in the UK and probably around the the USA as well. But even the UK, it's showing. And lots of people are suffering. Everything's gone up but the wages. You know, it's one of those things. Yeah, here too. Uh, And and the packages are smaller, (laughs) but they mm -hmm. cost more. And the thing is, with uh, folks like this, with families like this, they're going to have a severely ill child at home. And they can't go out to work. You know, maybe one parent could go out to work and one parent's got to stay at home. And to make ends meet for an ordinary family, you know, that doesn't have major health issues, to make ends meet is difficult anyway with both parents working. But to have one parent forced to stay at home and have one parent work, that's going to be a strain anyway. And also add 2,500 a month bill. That's more than some people's wages are altogether. Mm -hmm. So how can these families afford this? It's absolutely disgusting that families are put in this position, right? That's They're not crazy. supposed to afford it. They're not worried about that, man. Mm-mm. And you got growers out there that would would have support folks. Like oh yeah, that for sure. Free, but it's uh, I'm thinking, yeah. But it's about making the medicine the same. You know, consistency know. is important with these conditions, and yeah, uh, d- yeah. just different strains, different plants. You know, more THC, less THC, CBD. There's a fine balance, and it needs to be a constant supply of accurate medicine. But the government are just fucking around all the time and not letting yeah. people have it. You know, the Billy Barnes in the chat is one of our listeners, regular listener, Billy. Yes, and his missus, uh, her son has uh, intractable epilepsy as well, and they're paying a ridiculous amount of money. And they could have lost the uh, access to the medicine. Yeah, it, it's right. it's bad shit here in the UK. You know, just uh, something so simple where they can pretty much change people's lives by giving them access to this medicine, but they just allow them to be charged £2,500 a month to keep their fucking kid alive, man. It's disgusting. Rages me, it's the, you know everything else aside, man. Legalization for recreational, uh, looking for your back pain and all that shit. Let's just put 
all of that shit aside for now, and we'll come back to that. Let's make sure the kids have got access to the fucking medicine so they don't die. That seems like a really nice fucking thing right. to do. You know, gosh, one. man, these fuckers, these, and oh, man, it winds me up because you just see the corruption in this country as well and how much fucking money they're scooping off the top. You're trying to tell me you can't afford this shit, but how many billions have we sent to other countries for things we shouldn't right. be getting involved with this year? Just this year? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's bullshit, well, man. If you yeah. get rid of their taxes and the license fees, cannabis is not that expensive to produce. Mm-mm. No, it's not. Especially when you start using these natural methods. I know. I understand you got to have that exact procedure, but to me, the on that end, that that's where the processing needs to tighten up. Like it should Correct. be able to. You should be able to grow any kind of cannabis, and they can pull out molecularly mm. the part that we need you would think for medicine i'm just throwing shit out there maybe yeah not. it should be able to do that the extraction should be able to handle it and then recombination per patient but it shouldn't this should not cost that kind of money i mean right. that, that's that's just all kickback going somewhere i don't know where the heck that money's going quote I'm unquote saying- research Oh. Yeah. So uh, it says here, Tegan Appleby, my teenage constituent, is at the moment in intensive care. And this was written just a few days ago, so I assume it's still the same now. Uh, still at the moment in intensive care across the road in the Evelina Children's Hospital. Uh, Miss right. Mordant, I will know from her questions and answers in June that it was an urgent matter for Tegan to have support from the government to have funding and access her medicine, medical cannabis she needs to manage her epilepsy. And many of the mothers we've had on the show and the dads as well, we've had uh, dads on the show too. They will tell you that it's like a light switch. You start giving them cannabis as a medicine to treat their epilepsy, even though they've tried everything else and nothing has worked. They move mm-hmm. on to cannabis as a last resort and it's like a light switch. It, the, the seizures either stop or reduce massively from having 300 seizures a day to having one or two a week because they're now on cannabis medicine. Uh, and That's the fact crazy. that the government yeah it's fucking mental mate That's and good, so it, what what has probably happened here is uh emma the tegan's mommy is emma emma appleby and she'll be joining us for an interview on tuesday so if you're patreon you'll be joining us live for that interview on tuesday at nine o'clock uk time you know standard show time but uh tegan's mommy's gonna come and join us we're gonna figure we're gonna find out exactly what's been going on from her so that's going to be an interesting interview man i get wound up in these interviews it's just disgusting the injustice that people are suffering here just trying to keep their kids alive you know yeah. it's, it rages me well, man i got a bro science kind of question um and this is it might sound crazy but so just hypothetically the kid you know you have a child is going through these seizures right and you don't have access to the process medicine and things like that does cannabis smoke? I know this is illegal and all that, but does the smoke of cannabis help the epilepsy or is it just the processing it down to the different types of THCs or CBDs? Uh, I can't I'm answer not, that. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not, not sure, sure man. Mm-hmm. Would you ask her that spectrum. hypothetical question? I'm curious to know that. Yeah, well, I know that it, I know it works from... <laughs> I've always heard from like cannabis coaches and different people who are involved in like health when it comes to cannabis would suggest that full spectrum is always better than the isolated compounds. Mm. So I don't know if that answers that or not. They're not necessarily smoking it. They might use tinctures and oils and stuff like that as well to test it that way. But Mm -hmm. full spectrum I've always heard is always better than just isolated CBD or THC or whatever. Yeah. 
Damn, yeah, we've had a, a Parkinson's patient that actually smoked on camera with us, and you could definitely see he the twitches go away. He got calmer, the whole thing. So, I don't know if it's like I mean, it's Parkinson's is not epilepsy. I don't know if it's different, but mm -hmm. it did work for that. I've seen some of those videos. Those ones are so striking, and the difference in like just a few minutes too. Oh yeah. Yeah, because you've almost we've almost villainized the smoking part of it, and I, mm -hmm. and I understand it, but in a way, but you know, like when you when I was a kid, you know, your mom would you know throw a towel over your head with steam and like a hot pot of steam steaming up, like you know, like who's to say like doing that with cannabis couldn't help, like you know, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying, like mm -hmm. we've limited a lot of what we do by just because what the government says and that you know that's kind of sad in a way it is it is you know we take the we don't even give things a chance because it's like it, it's so you know bad you know so i don't know a lot of people in the chat too are saying tinctures and vaping inhalers are really good for um epilepsy and other things like that nice and vaping seems like it would be a little easier on the lungs than perhaps uh combustion yeah, yeah. More I always worry about that. the lungs too, man. That's a, mm -hmm. I do kind of worry about the lungs. You know what I worry about? You know, people smashing their heads and causing brain damage when they're in an epileptic seizure. You know, let's not. Well, worry I about was just lungs. sorry. <laughs> I was just talking more about me, yeah. like consuming. Oh, for yourself? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I just always think about you know the lungs. Yeah, and but yeah, like, for the kids, definitely, man. They gotta yeah. get it. Whatever, whatever fucking works, man. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just scary, isn't it? It's just, God damn, man. I mean, we got a uh, dust in the chat here. We'll quickly uh, just read this out before we finish off the news here. It says, uh, I'm in the exact same position. My daughter has a disease neurological disorder called, uh, I think that's uh, Friedrich's ataxia. She's 25 and has been in a wheelchair for 15 years. It's progressive disease. And she takes RSO oil to help with the muscle contractions and that are severe these days. So that's behind the heart. So I can't see it. Uh, and that's in Florida. Uh, okay. And the price is very steep, steep to keep it comfortable. Shocking, man. Yeah. yeah. RSO is the one that a lot of people are making that and uh, and have it to help people too. Mm -hmm. yeah. Access to it is a different thing now. So, yeah. We'll find out what's going on from Tegan's mother on Tuesday. So, and then that interview will go out. So, you'll all know what's, what the score is as well. Yeah. But that's all the news we have for this week. That's everything covered there. That's all the news stories. But we have just a couple of pieces of forum news that we'll quickly cover. But uh, we have the Patreon giveaway. So if you are a Patreon of the show, you are in uh, a competition. You've already been entered. If you're a patron, you're already entered. Uh, and you got a chance of winning the HLG 700 Beast of a Grow Light Beast. So uh, good luck to you all out there. If you haven't become a Patreon yet, it's really easy to do, and you can do it for as little as 420. So uh, just head over to patreon.com slash Percy's Grow Room. You'll find us there, and you can just sign up nice and easy. There's different tiers, but you, you get into, entered into these competitions now and again. You get to join us for live streams when we have interviews as well. So check it out if you're not a patron. It's a good way to support the site. Uh, and then Marge is now the proud owner of a HLG 750. I think you got Marge, right? Yeah, I was just trying to think of which one I got. I think it had the word Diablo in the name, though, so it sounds Ooh, pretty Oh, I like that. And I'm very excited. I'd be more excited if I wasn't moving soon and having mm -hmm. to wait for <laughs> You know, no, it just sits yeah. there and you look at it every day like, uh, shit, come on. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty excited, though. Nice. Yeah, so congratulations on the new light, Marge. 
And uh, congratulations to whoever wins this next competition. We give away a lot of HLG stuff. So quick thank you to HLG for being awesome sponsors as well. Epic uh, lights, man. Good stuff. But I think that's it. Anything to add here? No, let's, let's go to the outro then. Let's do it. And there we go, everybody. That's this week's Cannabis News and Events. Quick shout out to Marco there for coming to join us for the news. He's also joining us for the Grow Guides as well, where we discuss raised beds. So make sure you join us on Friday to listen to that episode of Grow Guides. But if you want to know more from Marco, you can head over to his Instagram, which is Instagram.com slash Marco underscore is underscore growing. Uh, easy to find loads of great information over his instagram page and also he does a live stream on wednesdays on the future cannabis project youtube channel if you just search for the brian and marco show you should be able to find them there on youtube and it's definitely recommended that you check out their show that's 9 p.m uk time 4 p.m eastern and 1 p.m pacific every wednesday so go and check them out if you want to know more about marco and the things he does but anyway as usual thank you for being here thank you for downloading the show Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to catching you on the next one, which is Wednesday for an interview. Stay high, stay safe, and we'll see you then. Goodbye. And don't forget to join the forum. Do it. Bye-bye.